Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to give better virtual presentations. The most important thing to remember is that when you are presenting virtually, everyone has the equivalent of an aisle seat. You have to work a little bit harder to keep them sitting there. When the pandemic swept through the world last year, almost all in-person conferences, workshops, and classes were canceled. A year later, these are slowly resuming, but many people are still delivering a lot of their content virtually. And you know what? That is not a bad thing. There are some real upsides to not trying to convene many people in one place. You save money on travel. You don't pump so much carbon into the atmosphere. People don't have to work out complicated childcare logistics, and people who might not have been able to attend because of family or health issues can participate as easily as the unencumbered. For all these reasons, I suspect many conferences will continue to have virtual components, and some conferences that began over the past year will always be virtual. However, as many teachers have found over the last year, keeping people engaged through virtual presentations is just harder. When you are all sitting in an auditorium together, it's not that easy to stand up from an interior seat, cross over all of your fellow attendees, and walk down the aisle to the door while someone is presenting. You're probably also not going to multitask by taking a phone call or anything like that from an auditorium. You aren't staring at a pile of laundry that needs to be put away. But in a virtual context, it is easy to turn your camera off and do something else. If you aren't engaged, you can exit without anyone really noticing. The result is that with virtual presentations, everyone has the equivalent of an aisle seat in the back. It is very easy to slip out. So if you are presenting, you need to realize this, and you need to build your presentation with this in mind. One of the best options is to be shorter. My standard speech format used to be giving 45 to 50 minute keynotes for in-person events. Now, almost all my virtual speeches are 30 minutes or less. When people only have to sit through a shorter quantity of time, they are less likely to check out. It also helps to be more interactive. For my talks, we usually fill the balance of the time with a structured fireside chat. The organizer has some questions queued up ahead of time, and we discuss these topics together. Turns out people like to hear other voices, not just one voice talking for a full hour. You can do polls or ask people to answer questions. And having people do exercises or write specific things down can redirect someone who is about to wander off to clean out the fridge without putting anyone on the spot. And of course, it helps to be animated and to make sure your material is compelling. In general, for speakers, that means humor or it means really good dramatic storytelling. I've seen both work well, so just figure out which best complements your material. If you are presenting, it helps to be able to see at least one person on your screen who is listening to you. 
So I usually ask to have an organizer or someone else keep their camera on for me. If you can see that person nodding, this can help you emphasize the right things. And if they seem distracted, well, maybe best to move on to the next topic. They were probably not the only one. When everyone's got an aisle seat, you need to plan things more carefully. Of course, a lot of in-person conferences would have benefited from better planning too. But since people couldn't leave as easily, some of that has been more of an afterthought. The shift to virtual learning is forcing us all to rethink many things. But I generally think that that is a positive. We all need to improve at our skills. And remembering that everyone has an aisle seat can raise the caliber of any presentation. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That Before Breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.